everybody. My name is Maris, and I am a Rockford parent, and I run the Rocket Pride Facebook group off in Facebook land. And this is our third installment of the IB podcast. And today I am joined with Dr. Matthew Scheidler again. Hi, Dr. Scheidler. Hello. Great to be here. And the one and only infamous or famous, I'm not sure which, Mr. Ben Pennings. Hey, Mr. Pennings, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Infamous? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. It's okay. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks we for appreciate having me. it. Yeah, absolutely. Good. So we wanted to talk to you a little bit today about um, your observations with IB. Now that you got, you've been at the wheel here in ninth grade for the past couple yeah, months. It's gone so fast. It has. But I, I, I will get in trouble, I think, with other parents if I don't ask you a little bit about your transition to the high school. Oh, it, um, it has been amazing. Um, I made the comment the other day about how, how fast everything's gone. This has been the quickest first half of the year in my entire career in a, in a great way mm-hmm. um the it's been wonderful I'm, I'm really kind of feeling great here and settling in and there's the bell there's the bell and um no i'm feeling like home it's great so good and you're in a unique experience in that you've had um this ninth grade yep. class you bet um just two years ago and you kind of watched them in seventh grade eighth grade and now you're seeing them and teaching them again in ninth grade are you seeing a big change in the kids Oh, yes and no. <laughs> yeah. Um, this has been really fun. I've never had a chance to like loop with a group of kids before. Sure. Uh, so to be able to do that and to come in, especially coming in for me as well. I, I, I told them all the first week, we're all new kids here. Right. Right. And, and f- kind of finding our way and to already have that relationship with them to do that, to mm-hmm. not have to learn that on top of mm-hmm. finding a, you know, a whole new building has been great. And the, they've been amazing. They've, they've grown up a lot in the last couple of months, believe me. Yeah, I bet. I bet. So tell us a little bit about your experience so far with IB. Um, well, I it kind of began last year with a kind of an inquiry as to whether or not I'd be willing to, to come to the high school possibly if, if a position opened up and, and to teach this and to kind of, I don't know, uh, lead the kids into it for the first time. And, and I was brand new to it myself. Mm-hmm. So doing a little research and, and looking into it and it sounded like a great opportunity and then I got a chance to go to training to MYP training uh in Houston okay last year and then um yeah one more training in gosh where were we Atlanta Atlanta yeah um just kind of getting it scratching the surface of this and I, I guess the hardest thing to describe to people is the more you dig into it, the deeper it goes Mm -hmm. and the more you're interested in so much of it and the philosophy behind it. I, I'm just now starting my journey on it too and learning about it, but it's been, it's been really neat. Okay. Mr. Pennings, can, can you go a little bit more into that? We had a conversation this morning and you were talking about how your students were really demonstrating their depth of knowledge in, in one of their recent projects. Do you just want to share that? conversation a little bit with our audience well yeah i mean what what drew me to ib is it's not different than if you're good at teaching it's, you're not doing anything really different it's it's modeled after inquiry it's modeled after questions it's not about answers sometimes it's about how you mm-hmm. get to the answers and what you create and in my subject american history it's a lot easier to do but they can demonstrate knowledge and mastery of knowledge in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. I had uh, the unit two assessment for our kids. We were studying the isms, uh, anarchism, uh, communism, capitalism, all mm-hmm. the political institutions and, and when they were founded all the way through all that. 
But then to demonstrate their knowledge for their project, they had to turn Rockford High School into an ism. You know, I, we made up the story that they got bumped in the head and they woke up in the nurse's office that could change reality. What, what would Rockford High School look like if it were a high school modeled after fascism or liberalism or my, yeah, our favorite, anarchism? <laughs> they, a lot of kids tried that. And I told them I, they, immediately, right? They designed <laughs> their projects. They want to go. go there. And I said, that sounds really cool, but now think about it. How would you do that? How are you going to yeah. fulfill all these requirements of what this would look like? Right. And most of the kids or groups that tried it, within two days, they're like, yeah, we're doing federalism or whatever. <laughs> We've moved on. But they gave it a shot. So, But it was great. The projects were mm-hmm. amazing. Um, so many different ways to show um, that they could master that that concept and it, it was uh it was a lot of fun it's a lot more fun to kind of watch them do that than you know just kind of have sit them and listen sit and listen so a much more passive experience so do you feel like they're more engaged in their learning process in your class uh i i don't know i mean it they're i guess i can't say that it's got anything to, to do with anything other than it's a good group of kids mm-hmm. and they're they're interested in sure um I'm not sure if there's one, to tell you the truth, I don't know, because the, for the first month, they're trying to find their own way around. They, right. They <laughs> are kind of just going through the motions, sure. right? Right. So they're now, and I said, I mentioned this, the last couple of months, these ninth graders have grown up so much. Academically, they're starting to get now like, oh, wow, that this is different, mm-hmm. right? There's, oh, wow, okay. And the IB philosophy of inclu- increasing the rigor and different ways of assessing stuff that goes right along with it. Mm-hmm. But they're learning now that, it, hey, I have to step up my game a little bit to really go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. So are they surprising themselves a little bit maybe? I, if they are, they're not letting me know. But <laughs> um, I'm certainly, even knowing these kids and having them for an entire year, I'm surprised by the level of stuff I've seen from some of them. Sure. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, they've grown so much. And even some of the kids that may have maybe struggled academically in seventh grade, now I can think of a couple right off the top of my head that are really blown it away. They, oh, they've grown awesome. up, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they're starting to see what it's going to take to be successful. So Sure. Well, that's awesome. Um, do they talk to you about IB in general? Do they have questions for you or do they, do they talk about anything specific about it that they or do they look to you for answers? Yes, I, of course they do. Right. Okay. But um, I'm honestly I, for the things that I can tell them, I tell them what I know. But the things mm-hmm. I don't know, I honestly I, I tell them I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that I came here to to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. I love the philosophy behind it, the mm-hmm. inquiry based, the student based um, solving problems, doing right. the things you're going to need to do in the real world. Mm-hmm. I, I love that and making assessments authentic and, and modeled after real world stuff. I love that. I don't know a lot of the other stuff, but I'm here, and I have two daughters in the district. The one will be here next year. Right. I can't wait. So, yeah, they have questions, but I think we all do, and and that's part of the process mm-hmm. of doing things like these podcasts and meetings with Dr. Scheidler, and you know, is getting that information out and figuring it out, mm-hmm. and we will. Ben, can you tell us a little bit? A question that comes up a lot is is grading and the the NYP rubrics can you just tell us a little bit about how you're implementing those those rubrics and that source of feedback oh sure yeah that the that isms assessment you saw today doc um they were graded their their grade was academic based on points in a traditional a through f scale mm-hmm. um based on a, a task sheet that i had given them and hey here's the requirements here's what i'm looking for you know it's got to be included in some way in your project show me um what the lunch menu would be Right. Well, how classes would be taught, whatever. 
with the rubric, with the IB rubrics, I said, I'm going to also give you one of these and I'm going to be assessing you on these three things. Can you, are you communicating your idea effectively? Are you transferring knowledge from one class to another? And then gave them a remark on that. I said, that won't be part of your academic grade. They're so driven by their academic grade. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. But that's their thing. And I said, this is kind of an example of, all right, if I were assessing it this way, looking at these specific things, how would you score? And I gave them both. Um, And the feedback from the kids, uh, you know, some of them were confused, like, oh, I got a 38 out of 40, but I only got a 4 out of 8. Well, yeah. Look at the look at what you did. I circled the words on your rubric. I showed you, I didn't see a lot of this or Mm -hmm. you see how it's laid out here that this is what you're supposed to show. I didn't see that. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you showed me all my requirements, academic requirements here. It's just assessing another level of, um, the need to step up. Right. And to, to do more. Yeah. So, but I think that's, that's valuable for them. If, if they think that, oh my gosh, if we, it's just this rubric and I got a, a four out of eight. That's 50%. That's an F. No, 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 mm-hmm. it's not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to take time mm-hmm. figuring that out um, and, and coming to whatever that's going to be. Um, but it's all about, cause it's about taking chances and, and getting better and trying mm-hmm. things again and doing that. They're so driven by my test score is this and th- there it is. And then I'm done. No learning can be a process that sure. can be done in a lot of different ways, guys. Mm-hmm. So, on one additional wonderful thing about those rubrics is they're visible to everyone. They're already created. And oh, yeah. I, I really appreciate what you just said is if I got a four out of eight, I can see, well, what would I have to do to get a five or what do I, what would I have to do to improve in that particular area? Yeah. And for me, it makes a, the conversation pretty easy when they come up and go, okay, I didn't, am I wrong? I didn't see evidence of this. Show me in your project where you think you did this. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you can, all right, talk me into it. Let, let's talk. Mm-hmm. Maybe I missed that or maybe I didn't interpret that the right way. But it, either way, it opens that dialogue. And now they're taking ownership of their learning and their, mm-hmm. all of that, which is what we want. Oh, absolutely. So. Great. Do you have any other questions, Dr. Scheidler? Anything you'd like to add? Well, Ben, you know, you've, you've been to both MYP and DP training. Mm-hmm. And uh, just want to talk to you a little bit. You're poised to have 11th graders here in the spring yep. in your theory of logic class. What, what are you looking forward to that? Uh, oh, yeah. To that experience. Um, I, I'm looking forward to having some of the, the upperclassmen again. You, you see them in the hallways. The kids have been great. It'd be fun to have them in class academically again. It's been a while. The theory of uh, the, the TOK, TOL class is something that that was one of the biggest reasons I chose to come here. It's academically, it is wide open. It's, um, it's teaching kids how to learn and proving how, how do you know what you know? What, what are the ways that you learn? There are multiple ways of learning, multiple ways of demonstrating it. What are your skills? What are the things you bring to the table? Stuff that it's not about the answers. It's about the questions. And when I, went to that training and I saw that and my mind is blown. Like I, I feel like it is literally the iceberg type thing to teach where you just see the top and down below is two miles of ice, <laughs> but it's really amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to get started with that and see where that brings me. Well, I wanted to share a, a recent conversation I had with a Rockford high school alum who I was telling them a little bit about these, this precursor class, this theory of logic. And they just said, 
I wish that class was around when I was here. Mm -hmm. That would have been a fantastic opportunity. They were really, really excited that our students get that op opportunity. And right now it's being taught uh, this first semester. Caroline Young uh, uh, it has the uh, group of uh, seniors that took it for this first semester, and she is knocking it out of the park. She is ask if you have your kid has that ask them to show them the google classroom page their their weekly discussions the questions that she has the ways that they're responding to each other and to her the levels of thinking that they're demonstrating that she's leading them to uh, she is knocking it out and i'm going to be kind of taking a lot of that stuff and and trying to build on it with mine this spring so it, yeah it's it's been great and i think the kids to a kid would say this has been a great class fantastic that's well, awesome great thank Just, you ben. mr you Pennings, got it thank you for joining us Thanks. i really appreciate it take care right. have a great day bye everybody bye.